0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Now it seems as though we were just getting ready for Thanksgiving. We were getting meals ready, making plans to see family, and looking forward to the long weekend. But here we are. It's Sunday morning. The Thanksgiving meal is eaten. And perhaps all the leftovers. We're beginning to see an end uh, to that season of the, of the holiday. And the work week, it is less than 24 hours away. More than that, the big Christmas push is in full tilt. In fact, by Friday is over. Christmas trees and decorations are all over the stores. Christmas is coming and it's coming fast. During the season of Advent, which begins today, we look forward to Christmas. During Advent, we celebrate Jesus' threefold coming to us. He comes to us in the first Christmas morning when he was born of the Virgin Mary. And that, that reading that we or that song that we just excluded, the Glory in Excelsis. One of the reasons that we take that out for the Christmas season, or for the Advent season, is because it culminates, Advent culminates in Christmas, and the glory in Excelsis, it is the song that the angels sung when Jesus arrived. So on uh, Christmas Day, we can once again sing that song, and um, we sing with the angels. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. And our Lord, he comes to us even now in his word and his sacrament after his death and resurrection. And he will come again on that final day. And during Advent, we cry out, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Today's reading is the first of four readings that will focus on Jesus coming to his people. This is an interesting reading because it's also the reading that we use on uh, Palm Sunday, the week before Jesus comes and dies for the sins of the world. It makes you wonder why this reading would be picked for the season of Advent. Remember, Jesus came, it seemed like in Exaltation. The people were so excited, they were like, This is it. He's going to take over. He's going to free Jerusalem from Roman rule. And by that Friday, he would be bleeding, dying on the cross. Well, there are a number of reasons why this reading would be picked. First and foremost, it's because in this reading, we see Jesus proclaimed as a king to his people. Not just any king, for he is the king that comes in the name of the Lord. His very name means Yahweh saves. He is coming to usher in not just any kingdom. He is bringing with him the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Righteousness. And look how he comes to his people. He does not come that they would see anything great in him. He comes just as he said, the Son of Man has not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for men. At this coming of Jesus, he is coming not in judgment, but in peace. This is why this reading is a perfect lead-in to Christmas. For as Jesus' first coming, he came to bring peace to the world by taking on our flesh. He would become Emmanuel, God with us. And this peace would be earned when this same God made flesh upon taking on our sins. Remember it says, he who knew no sin became sin for us. And he would die for our sins. Now when Jesus comes on the last day, it will be for final deliverance of his people. And it will be for judgment on a world that has rejected his offer of peace. He has been patient. He has been long-suffering. And on that last day, it will be enough is enough To illustrate how the same person can illustrate both peace and judgment, I'd like to share a little story. Throughout my grade school and high school years, I can remember my parents. My parents would often come to the school on my behalf. Most of the time, they would come in support of me. I guess it was always in support of me. But most of the time, they came in peace. They would come to school to see my sporting events, uh, to help out in fundraisers, volunteer as chaperones uh, for various school functions. They'd even dance at the junior high dances. Not cool, but (laughs) I, I knew they meant well. They were there in the parking lot waiting for me after practice to give me a ride home. My parents were always coming to the school bringing their love and support. And it was, I guess, you know, peace when you saw them. But unfortunately, a few times my parents had to come to my school in judgment. When that happened, I was always filled with holy fear because of the wrongs that I had committed. See, the same person could bring both law and gospel I remember one teacher that I was less than fair to in sixth grade, Mrs. Ulrich. She had a very hard time with me. And I regret today the way that I acted in her classroom, but it was always, um, it was a struggle for her. Now that I've been on the teaching end and things like that, I feel very bad for her. But it got so bad that she had to schedule a meeting with my mother. We ended up meeting uh, with just Mrs. Ulrich, my mother, and I. And would you believe it? My mother took the teacher's side. <laughs> and my mom, she threatened, and she would always make good, but she threatened that if I continued to misbehave in the teacher's classroom, she would take time off of work personally to come to my school and to sit with me in that class. And I believed her that it was counted to me as righteousness. No, I believed her and I repented of my ways because there was no way that I was going to be the only kid in class with their parents sitting next to them. Jesus on the last day will come in that sort of way. (laughs) And those who are not looking forward to his return will be frightened. Uh, They will will run. And we laugh at my situation, but that day will be no laughing matter uh, for those outside of Christ. But today, today, He wants to save people from that judgment by coming in peace. This is the way that he comes to us. In this time of grace, where Jesus, having died for our sins, bids us to repent, receive his good gifts. Look at the way that Jesus came to Jerusalem a week before his death. And look how he comes to us now. He comes in unassuming manners. He comes in water to wash, to make new. It says that he washes the church with water and the word, presenting presenting her to himself without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. He comes to us in, with, and under the bread and the wine. The world sees no king this morning. We do. He is gentle. He is nurturing. And he comes to us to bring peace. We should have every reason to be scared to death. Just as the disciples were when when they were hiding for fear of the Jews. We have the whole world to be afraid of. We have God's righteous judgment to be afraid of. We said it this morning. I deserve nothing but temporal and eternal punishment. But I plead you of what? Your boundless mercy. He comes to us in a time of peace. He brings the law to us, for sure. But it shows us what we need saving from. That law should scare us right back to His grace. Believe me, I repented to Mrs. Ulrich. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And she did. And i have I don't, I don't want to speak for her, but I would tend to think this just went out. Uh, I, I would tend to think that now um, we would have a good relationship if we saw one another. But when my parents came in support of me, I was always happy that they came. I would look up in the stands and know that I had someone in my corner. We only need to look to the table, to the font, to hear the gospel preached, to know that we have someone in our corner. Jesus has come to be with us. His word is in our homes. His church, it's in our town. His word and sacrament ministry, it is with us to forgive, save, support, still to correct, and to nourish. And we rely on his love for us given therein. Because Jesus comes to us to sacrifice his life for us, that we might have life in him. Yes, Jesus comes to us in peace this morning. Why? Because he loves you. He wants to forgive and save you. He wants to support you. We're not, we're not playing in a game here. We're not doing a performance like I was at school. We are involved in something far greater than that. And I would have been just fine if my parents didn't come to the games. But without Jesus, we are not fine. Um, we're not fine. We need him for the very life that we live. We need his forgiveness to take the next step. Um, We need him for the very air that we breathe. Colossians 1 tells us that in him all things hold together. Take Jesus away, everything falls apart. We need him and the peace he brings. And it says in that Colossians passage, peace by the very blood of his cross. He is there for every twist and turn, every high and low that we experience. And he brings us peace. And this same peace that he brings to us in his word, his people carry out into the world, into love of their neighbor. Indeed, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord to bring peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Amen. And now the peace that surpasses all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.